Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to This Mama Means Business, a podcast that's all about figuring out how to be a new mum and run a business at the same time. My name is Kylie, and as you might have guessed, I'm a new mum and I also am a business owner that lives here in Brisbane. Um, the reason that I wanted to start this podcast, I must admit, was a little selfish. I wanted a place where I could um, keep almost an audio journal of, of my my struggles, my wins, my losses, um, the the whole whole deal of being a new mum and a mum for for the first time, um, and also obviously how how I did it with um, being self-employed as well. But I also wanted to just share my experience in the hopes that if you are someone that's that's going through it, if you're um, wondering how you're going to juggle being a mom and being a business owner, or um, if you're just just wondering, wondering what the the fuck life's going to look like. Um, and yes, I am going to, I think I just decided I'm going to swear a little bit on this podcast, but so, um, apologies if that's not your cup of tea, but I want to keep this really real. Um, hopefully it will help you if it won't, hopefully you find it entertaining and you can have a laugh at some of the, I guess, predicaments that I'll probably get myself into figuring all of this out. Um, so I'm sitting here, so I am actually a little, a little ways into the journey now. Spencer, my little boy is six months old. Um, he's great. He's, he's a real gem. Um, I'll get into more of what he was like as a newborn, but he's, he's a great little boy. Um, I must admit six months has gone really quite fast, but I'd like to rewind today for the very first episode. I thought it might be interesting to rewind a little bit, give you a little bit of context of what my life looks like before I had a baby. Um, and that way you can really see how much I suppose things have changed. Um, but look, pre-Spencer, so um, as I mentioned, I'm self-employed. I, I run a wedding photography business here in Brisbane, just for love photography. Um, and oh, it's great. It's it was It's been my first baby, really. I've had it for about five years now, doing it full time, um, photographing couples on their wedding day from um, anywhere really in Australia, anywhere on the East Coast generally. Um, but I've also been able to go to places like Tassie, even overseas a couple of times. Um, so it's, it's been a great ride. It's taken a lot of work. Um, Pre-Spencer, I was really working every day. Um, it'd be nothing to work eight to 10 hours um, every day on the business. I struggled taking days off. I didn't really know what to do with myself um, just because I was so passionate about it. And I just loved, I just loved the hustle. Um, so of course, doing that for, for quite some time, you can imagine at the, the adjustment then or the change when, A, when we started trying for a baby, but um, even just considering having one, I, I wasn't sure how it would work, how a baby would fit into my life. Um, I know traditionally, you know, the, the mum always stays at home and, and looks after the child. And, and I know for, for me, my mum was very much a traditional mum, looked after us, you know, from sunup to sundown. Um, I'm the eldest of three kids, so she did it for, gosh, for a long, long time. Um, And I just, whilst um, I I wanted to have a baby, I didn't have the drive to be that traditional stay-at-home mum. I I think I'm just too hungry. I I like to be busy. I like working. and I love my business, so I didn't really want to give anything up in order to have a baby. Whether that was a little naive, um, I think it probably was, but 
but that's that was kind of my mindset and for years so I've, I've been with my partner Nick who's also self-employed well we'll talk about that a little bit more later but um, I've been with him for, for a long time about seven or eight years um, and so we've gotten very we got very used to just being the two of us um, and that's something I think that just happens naturally in a relationship but but you're just so used to it just being each other um and just getting that quality time whenever you want it um so so even even when we were thinking about having a baby it definitely um wasn't something that we considered how it would impact our relationship um of course there's so many positives as well but but you just don't don't expect well i didn't expect that change in dynamics um but, but yeah, look, we've been together, yeah, seven or eight years, um, decided we'd, we'd try for a baby. Nick was the one that actually was extremely clucky once his sister had um, her first little girl a little while um, before. He, oh, as soon as that happened, it was just like a little switch in in his, I don't know, being that he just wanted, he wanted that. He he started to envisage himself as a dad. He'd spot little kids in the shopping center and go all goo-goo over them. Um, if he's listening to this, he'll probably deny that. But but he was a lot more ready, I think, than I was. I, I'd gone through a little bit of a stage in my early 20s when I wanted to be a mom and I was desperate to have a baby. Thank goodness I didn't because there was no way I would have been ready, but I was I was desperate. Um, so I sort of went through that. And when Nick and I first met, um, he wasn't obviously ready at all. He didn't didn't see it in his future. Um, so that was something that I had to almost adjust, um, which, which I did. I'd rather be with him um, and have a great life together than be without him and have children. So it was something that I kind of adjusted in my mind. Um, but but yeah, so it was a little bit of a flip for me when he decided, um, you know, once he turned 30 that he wanted to be a dad. So I wasn't quite ready. I, you know, I was busy building the business. I was quite happy, selfishly uh, quite happy with the life that we had. Um, but as we started to talk more and more about it, I started to envisage how nice a family unit would be. And, you know, being a mum is something I'd want eventually and yeah, it just started to get more and more and more appealing. So um, I actually fell pregnant very quickly. I was very lucky in that regard. I've got a lot of friends that hasn't had such an easy road. So I was very, very lucky. Um, in saying that, though, I thought I would have had more time. I envisaged it taking, you know, six to 12 months. I was, what was I, 32 years old. And whilst that's not old at all, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about how it gets harder as you get older. Um, and, and I'm coming from a family where my sister and my mom had kids very young. I think my mom had me when she was 19 or 20. Um, my sister had her first little boy when she was only 17, um, coming from a small country town. So, I mean, that's, that's more than normal where we grew up, but, but compared to that, I was a lot older. Um, my mom actually said to me, Oh, it would have been like five years ago now. So I was probably only like 25, 26 at the time. And she actually said to me one day when we were driving um, to the shops to go shopping when I was visiting, Kylie, oh, you just, you would have been a great mum. You would have been great. Just, just take note of that past tense. It was, it was like, it was too late for me. It's like my, you know, my uterus was just all moth eaten and, and old and crusty and it was not going to happen. It was just this old... <laughs> this past tense which made me giggle even at the time I was like look I know I know I was old compared to to her and to my sister but honestly I think this is the normal age now for, for women to start 
start you know having a family and building building that part of their lives after they've had their careers so I think this is way more way more normal now um but but yeah I did think I'd have a lot more time when we started trying um I I literally went off the contraceptive pill thinking oh you know I'd, I'd have no idea what my body's like I've been on the pill for a long time it would have been like 10 12 years um, I've been on it for a long time, so we'll, we'll let that get out of my system, see what happens, see what my body's doing, um, and then we can go and, you know, seek help if we need to or or get a little bit more serious. And I, yeah, I went off the pill and I fell pregnant within about two or three months. Um, so I didn't even know what my cycle was doing. I remember when we went for our first um, doctor's appointment, the first sort of dating scam once I knew I was pregnant, they always ask you about your cycle. Okay, so when was the first day of your cycle, the last day? Oh, yep. So just so they can obviously work out how old um, the fetus is, like when you're due, when you're due date. Um, and I had no idea. Like I, I remember people, like some of the ladies looking at me like, really, you don't know? I had no idea. And I've never really kept track of my cycle, to be honest. I've always, when you're on the pill, you don't really need to. Um, so, so yeah, so we fell pregnant very quickly. Um, we were excited. I was a little stunned, I must say. I took the first pregnancy test when I suspected that I might have been pregnant. Um, I just had a bit of a feeling. I was, I was a little bit late getting my period. I thought, I'll just take one. And I I took the test one morning when Nick was actually away and it read positive. And I was like, no, no, these things are wrong all the time. I doubt that's right. And I just threw it away and and just ignored it. Um, And that was on a Friday. And then come the Monday morning, I still hadn't gotten my period, obviously, over the weekend and hadn't stopped thinking about it. It was just in the back of my mind going, oh, really? Is it? you know has it been that easy like is this real um and then on the monday took another test at like six o'clock in the morning i woke up just wondering go i know gosh i need to do it again i need to know what's going on so i got up at yeah it was like six o'clock nick was still in bed um fast asleep took the pregnancy test again straight away you know the the two lines showed that I, i was definitely pregnant it was positive so i stumbled sort of back up in shock upstairs to the bedroom um kind of woke Nick up but I didn't say anything I just handed him the pregnancy test and kind of spat out I you need to look at this you know this is I guess this is happening um and the poor the poor man he he wears glasses and he didn't have his glasses on he didn't know what I was handing to him um it's quite funny when you when you reflect back on it um but yes that's kind of how I told him and then we sort of both sat in shock and went holy shit like this is crazy um, and then, and then what do you do? Like, there's not much information out there on what to do once you find out. So I, I, I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll go to the doctor and they do blood tests and things. I'm pretty sure. Like, um, so I'm, you know, made an appointment for the doctor and went on in one day, um, just to be told, yep. Okay. Here's some brochures. Here's some pamphlets. Have a read. Um, and you'll need to book in for a, for an ultrasound so they can see what when your due date is and, and have a little bit of a they call it a dating scan, um, and and that was kind of it. There was no real instruction, um, which I found really interesting. Obviously, having never gone through this experience before, you don't really know what to do. You don't really know what to expect. I didn't want to tell my mom or sister-in-law or sister or anything because you know people say you shouldn't really tell people until. Um, you're out of that danger zone um, in case you miscarry or, or something goes wrong. Um, and I kind of wanted to just enjoy the time 
where it was just a secret between Nick and I. So I didn't want to ask other people for advice on what to do. But there was, yeah, there was no real instruction, which, yeah, was really interesting. Um, but look, we went along for the dating scan and that was all fine. Got, got my due date, which was the 25th of November. And then we kind of just got back to life. Like being a business owner, I was still really busy. Um, I think I found out I was pregnant in, it must have been like the March or April that year of last year. Um, and I mean, I was still in, in peak wedding season. I still had inquiries coming through. I had photos to edit. Life doesn't stop. So we kind of found out, chatted about it, of course, but just got back to work. Um, and I just got busy. And it the biggest thing for me, I suppose, was because my business relies so heavily on me and taking photos and I'm the one that creates the relationship with the couples and I'm there on their wedding day, that, of course, was one of my first thoughts. Um, one of my first freakouts was, oh, my God, like how many weddings have I got around my due date? Am I going to be able to shoot through my pregnancy? What's going to happen? Um, and I am a bit of a control freak, so the unknown scares the shit out of me. Um, but, but you know, all my couples were amazing. So what I ended up doing once um, I kind of reached about 10 weeks, 10, yeah, I think it was about the 10 week mark. We hadn't yet told our family, but I made a, made a video message for all the couples that might've been affected. Um, and I then also made another video message just for all of my couples to let them all know. So I wasn't just rocking up on their wedding day and I was as big as a house. Um, just to let them know what was going on, what my backup plan was, you know, that I'd have another photographer on standby in case I needed it. Um, and look, they were all fantastic. I I'm so lucky to be surrounded by such amazing people. They were all great. I think I only had one couple cancel cause they felt uncomfortable, um, which I can't blame them. I, it's their wedding day. They want to make sure that, that they're comfortable with who they've got and who they're trusting to document the day. So, so yeah, so there's no hard feelings there at all, but, but yeah, only one couple canceled, um, Luckily, I had a great pregnancy. Um, I was very fortunate. I didn't have much morning sickness. Um, one of the weird things that I did have is I just craved bananas. I was eating like at the start. I was, I reckon I was eating like seven or eight bananas a day. Like that's a lot of bananas. Luckily, they're so cheap to buy. But that was a lot of bananas. Um, but yeah, look, great, great pregnancy. Um, I ended up photographing right through until I was about 37 weeks, which was incredible. Um, I mean, it got harder being that I was a lot heavier. I was quite tired. Um, you know, my joints, I started getting a bit of sciatic pain, stuff like that. But but hey, I was pumped to be able to shoot that long um, and to still deliver images that I'm so proud of now. Um, yeah, my couples really appreciated it. Um, I must say the very last wedding I had at 37 weeks was actually for a couple where, um, the grooms, uh, he works in emergency, he's a doctor, um, and he's done a lot of work in maternity and around pregnant women. And apparently there are a lot of guests there that were, um, the doctors as well. So he was like, they weren't worried at all. They're like, well, Hey, if anything happens, what a story we'll have. And we've got so many people here that can help. Um, so that was nice. And it was actually quite comforting to know that as well. Um, but, but yeah, so the, the business side of things through my pregnancy was quite, quite easy. I, um, I must say I took on more weddings. It was, it was the first year where I had about 34 weddings last year that I did. Um, and that was more than ever. So normally I'd, I'd stop taking bookings around the 25 wedding mark, just because with all of the communication and all of the work post and pre-wedding, um, as well as on the wedding day, 
um, if I take too many, I'm always afraid that I'll, I'll lose that connection with my couples or I'll, you know, I'll forget their name or they'll be just a number, which I'd never want to happen. Um, so yeah, so I, I did way more weddings than I normally would. So I was super busy. Um, so we kind of had this amazing nine months of, of growing a little life, all these changes in my body, getting used to the idea of being a mum. Um, talking about it and dreaming about it with Nick together, which was lovely. And then on the flip side, I was still a businesswoman. I was still hustling for new bookings for the following year. I was still doing all the work. Um, I'd sit at my desk. I remember I'd sit at my desk working like for a full day and I'd almost forget I was pregnant until Spencer would kick or, you know, or I would go to push my chair and I couldn't get in close enough to the desk or something would happen or I catch my reflection go oh that's right it's it was it was a bit bizarre um where I think a lot of women especially when they take maternity leave they get to nest and and you know potter around the house and get the baby's room ready and I didn't really have the opportunity to do that because I was working so hard um and being self-employed I didn't have any maternity leave so it was just trying to work out okay so when I have this baby I'm not going to be able to work for at least, you know, a month or two. And I naively thought, oh yeah, give me a couple of weeks and I'll be, I'll be right. <laughs> I was very naive. Um, but, but yeah, it was then just working out financially how I, I keep providing, I keep um, contributing to our household income in that time, in that break that I needed to have and how I keep the momentum of the business going. So, so yeah, there was this funny flip side where I was this happy pregnant um, dreaming new mum to be on one side. And then on the other side, I was just this normal businesswoman just getting shit done. Um, cause I had to. So, so it was an interesting time. It was a great pregnancy, great nine months. Um, I absolutely loved every minute of it. I loved the way I felt. I loved the way the clothes fit. I got some beautiful maternity clothes. Um, I'll actually link the brands in the show notes. So you can, if you're, if you're looking for some brands, um, to try, definitely check them out They're They're not the cheapest of clothes, definitely, but they're such good quality. And, and if you're like me and you do have to be out in public quite a lot, um, they just made me feel fantastic. So, so I'll definitely link them in the show notes for you, but but yeah, I absolutely loved being pregnant. Um, you know, every scan we had, every every obstetrician appointment um, was fantastic. The process got a little clearer the further I went down down the road, I guess. So, so each week, you know, I, I had these apps on my phone that would tell me what was happening and what was growing and what Spencer was doing and how big he was, um, as well as my obstetrician was fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll link to him as well, just in case anybody is in Brisbane looking for a great obstetrician. Um, but he was fantastic. He really outlined what happens next when I needed to have immunizations, when I needed to have, you know, the glucose test done, when my scans would be, um, there's a lot of focus on pregnancy health and, and the journey of pregnancy, which was great. Cause obviously I had no idea what was going on. Um, you know, had no idea what to expect. So, so that kind of leadership in that area was fantastic. Um, so yeah, so, and then suddenly, you know, we blinked and here we were, it was like November. I'm, I'm due to give birth this month. Um, still wrapping up weddings. I still had weddings in September and October that, um, I I'd photographed and it was editing. Um, and then what we ended up doing, I had weddings that were in November, but I had outsourced a team to photograph for me, but I was still doing the editing for the couples. Um, that was kind of the couple's um, preference rather than going somewhere else completely. So, 
so, you know, I still had a lot of stuff going on and, and with my business, I get inquiries 12 months in advance. So if you suddenly stop um, re- replying promptly to inquiries, then you're going to suffer that income in 12 months time. So, so, you know, still doing all of that due to have a baby shit. What do we need? I guess we need a pram. We need to buy a cot. We need to get the nursery done. I need to pack a bag. Nick was on to me about that for the oh, weeks leading up to the, to the birth because I just, I packed it so last minute, but I just didn't get time. So yeah, it was the last month was really quite hectic. I remember. Um, and of course, because I'd never had a baby before, I didn't really know how much you spent or what you needed or, so we did buy a few things that we didn't use straight away, which was fine. We, we've definitely gotten used out of them by now, but, um, you know, my pram, I bought a Red's baby pram, which turned out to be fantastic, but I, I quite impulse impulsively bought that online um just because we needed one so i i liked it it was navy and it had leather trim it was beautiful (laughs) didn't really know much about about the practical side of things but it was pretty so i bought that online um, and very well priced i bought that online without seeing it first which a lot of mums were like what you didn't test you didn't try it out you didn't go to one of their show days i was like nope i didn't have time i just bought it um so there were things like that but but you know we managed to do it 25th of November rolled around. Spencer, I was as big as a house. I, I got huge. Um, and Spencer still wasn't there. So I was going to the obstetrician weekly by that point. Um, and he was checking everything. And he was just really comfy. He was not really wanting to vacate. So um, to be honest, I saw that as bonus time. So I worked that last week. I, I did go and get my nails done at one point and I tried to take it a little bit easy. But at the same time, I was like, well, whatever I get done before he's born means I get extra time afterwards. So that that's fantastic. Um, so that, that week, I, I just worked and worked and worked. And then we had an obstetrician appointment on the Thursday, I remember. And when we went in to see him, um, Martin, his name was, said, well, you guys, I'm working on the weekend. I'm rostered on. So what we can do is we can induce you on the weekend. That way you don't run the risk of going into natural labor and, and me being on a rostered day off or me not being there and just getting a different obstetrician. So if you like, come in. You can choose Friday or Saturday night. Come in and we'll get the party started. So for me being such a, I guess, an is it an A-type personality? Like I, I like lists. I'm very much planned. I like to control things. I sound like a fun person, don't I? But that's just, that's just who I am. I, I really like that that part of, um, I don't know, that part of, of, of my life being planned. So for me, it was perfect. I go, okay, so we'll head into the hospital at, you know, 5 p.m. on the Friday. Um, okay, that gives me the Friday to pack my bag, to get sorted. I would have been completely fucked if he had have come early and just totally screwed up my plans. But um, but yeah, needless to say, you know, that that didn't happen. Um, Nick and I went out for a last dinner, a final meal on the Friday. It was really early. It was like 4.30 or something before we went into the hospital. Um, but yeah, we went for a, a final meal. Um, then just drove in, um, got admitted into the hospital. We, we went through a private hospital here in Brisbane, um, but we were very lucky actually because our obstetrician doesn't charge anything. It's like a no gap with the private cover. Um, so that was fantastic. That saved us a lot of money. Um, but, but yeah, we drove in, got admitted um, and got the party started. I, I won't go into much of the birth story. I think that should be a whole other episode because I don't want you guys to be listening to my voice for too much longer. Um, but I've wanted to just paint the picture of what it looked like before Spencer was born, how much time 
you know, I was, I was giving to the business. Um, so you can really then see once I had the baby, what the, what the hell happened? Um, I must say going into it, I was, I, I had crazy naive expectations, which I think unless you've done it before, unless, I don't know, unless you've had a baby, I don't think you really, you really could have any different expectations. I, I mean, I had friends, I had other people say to me, oh, you think you're tired now? You just wait. Or, oh, you think you've got no time? You just wait until he's born and all of this. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm a bit stubborn like that. Um, and I kind of have, like, I think that I've done quite well. You know, I still have a profitable business. I'm still, um, still working not nowhere near as much. I'm still getting a lot done and I've, I've got a healthy six month old. So I think we've done well, but oh my goodness, has it been a bit of a journey getting here? So, so look, I'll leave it there. I'll wrap this up. Of course, if, um, if you have any questions, if I hope, I hope that paints a picture of what, what our life was like before Spencer, pre-Spency. Um, and then next week I might share a little bit of the birth story just for those mums that, that love hearing it. I know I'm a little bit, um, I don't know why, I don't know what happens, but now I love hearing other people's experiences. They're always so different. So I'll share that next week. So you guys can get a bit of the, the lowdown on, on my birth experience. PS, um, bit of a spoiler, but it was a, it was a positive one. It was great. Um, I would definitely do it again. Not, not for a while but but it was a great experience so I'm, I'm happy to share the techniques and how how that happened um but look yeah I'll leave it here um of course if you like this podcast it's the first episode so you're probably not too sure yet but if you think you're gonna like it I would love you to chuck me a review if you're listening to it on iTunes share it with any new pregnant any new mums or pregnant mamas out there that you know that are looking at how they're going to do this themselves Um, hopefully they'll find it helpful and until next time guys I'll catch you later see ya